there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about Wright brand bacon Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. 56% of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Gang's all here, ready to go, ready to slice and dice what happened and what we think will happen later on this week. Phillies over the Padres, Astros say goodbye to the Yankees, and we have a World Series matchup. You can be involved in the program in a variety of ways. You can sign up for the newsletter. Go to danpatrick.com. You can do that. Check out all the podcasts that we have. You can uh, dial us up every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend, your opportunity to tell us what you saw that you liked, you didn't like. 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator, Tyler, standing by. You can email. You can tweet. Stat of the day, play of the day, poll question. All of that coming up. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the day. Dan Patrick show after what happened yesterday, the Buffalo Bills prohibitive favorites to uh, win the Super Bowl, followed by the Eagles and then the Chiefs. And then there's a big drop off after that. It's the Buccaneers at 15 to one, the Niners 15 to one, the Vikings who had a bye week 16 to one. And some of those surprises yesterday, the Seahawks over the Chargers. If the Chargers start out on the road in the postseason, don't get a first round bye. It's because of losses like that against the Seahawks. But give credit to Seattle. Geno Smith played well. Kenneth Walker, the running back out of Michigan State, who I thought would be the rookie of the year, uh, finally had his coming out party here. The Chiefs roll, uh, the Bengals. Uh, Cowboys with Dak back. Titans, they don't go away. The Giants don't go away. The Ravens still lingering. The Jets on the road. 
uh, the Raiders and uh, the Dolphins pick up the victory tonight. It's the Bears at the Patriots. Most of the focus will be and should be on two aging quarterbacks in the NFC. You can call them aging by the way they played. Uh, they would be veterans, uh, another description if they were winning. But Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and this is what happens. You count them out. How many times have you said, ah, Tom Brady can't come back? It's 28 to 3. Oh, that team's not very good this year. And then all of a sudden you go, eh, he's back. And they should get better. Green Bay, I don't know. Right now, I have no idea. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers has any idea either. We just got to play better, all of us. You know, I think if we all look at the film, there's probably a number of plays in every phase that we could have done better. But we just, I said it before, the margin of error is so tight that we don't execute at all on offense. Uh, It's not winning football. He's been saying this. You can go back the last couple of weeks and hear the same thing. Here's Tom Brady after their loss, an embarrassing loss in Carolina. You have to work hard. You have to have discipline, commitment, not on physical toughness. These are all character traits. And we have a lot of great guys in the locker room. So we're going to go in tomorrow morning. We've got a short week. We've got to work hard to try to fix it. The Buccaneers' loss is inexplicable. Like you're going, wait, they, they didn't score a touchdown. You had Mike Evans dropping a uh, sure touchdown there. And, and maybe that changes things. You're, you're facing a team that's having a fire sale. And you lose and you don't score a touchdown? And then you have P.J. Walker, a USFL quarterback, who comes in to beat you. The Packers were at least on the road against the Commanders. And Taylor Heineke, who I think is, you know, the best quarterback for them, not Carson Wentz, he was okay yesterday. He was just good enough. But I go back to trying to figure out Green Bay. And I I can't lay this all at the feet of Aaron Rodgers. We do give the quarterback way too much credit and sometimes way too much blame. I still would like to have seen him in preseason be more involved with those wide receivers. Do they make mistakes? Absolutely. Are they going to continue? Yes. They're young receivers. But when you lose Devontae Adams... To me, it was a higher priority to play a little bit in the preseason. Would that have mattered? Maybe not. But it could have helped, or it could have better prepared them a little bit. And it's you're watching a team that's barely averaging 18 points a game. And they didn't put pressure on Aaron Rodgers. He didn't get sacked. He got hit once. It's just one of those games where you go, how is this happening? And it feels like there's more and more of those this year in the NFL where you go, wait, what happened? You got the Giants? Yeah. Now they almost lost it. But it was one of those games, and Seton brought this, uh, Pauly brought this up. Like you're rooting for the Giants because they've been down for such a long period of time. But then you're like, well, gosh. Let's stay on Jacksonville's bandwagon a little bit. That was kind of a... So you're rooting for both of the teams. Whoever has the ball last, and I I think people have quieted down on the Jags. Uh, They jumped in. Oh, okay. New coach, everything. Yep, they're going to be a playoff caliber team. I think they're going to be a dangerous team, an interesting team. They're not a playoff team, but you can see that they have something there. And you're trying to figure all of this out. Keep this in mind. Last year, the Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams, lost all three games in November. Went 0-3. We 
we tend to panic. Uh, and, and that, you know, I think you're going to get to the point after the trade deadline where you go, okay, they didn't do anything or they traded away, you know, some, some uh, players here. You know, the Buccaneers two years ago went through a really tough stretch, ended up winning the Super Bowl. It's just if you see where a team can get better, get healthier, like the Chargers have way too many injuries and are not going to be a Super Bowl caliber team just because of the injuries. If you're starting to get players back, you look at your schedule. You know, you got Buccaneers and the Ravens Thursday night. So when Todd Bowles goes, "Ah, it's about as dark as it can get. No, that's not true because you do have Thursday night. All right, Seaton, what's the poll question today? Well, Dad, we could start uh, right there almost with the playoffs. Uh, who would you bet on to make? Who would you bet on to make the playoffs? We could throw the Packers on there, the Buccaneers, uh, 49ers, Raiders, Ooh. Browns. Boy, all you wanted the Browns to do, if you're a Browns fan, is just can we hold on? Can we be a 500 team by the time Deshaun Watson joins us? That's a real puzzler because that's a good roster. Uh, you know, you got maybe the best running back in football. You got a good offensive line. I thought the defense was uh, going to be a little bit more formidable, but Cleveland has been a real disappointment. Um, you know, the Raiders got to win. I know it's the Texans. Hey. <laughs> they, Paulie goes, they might be the best two-win team in football. And I go, I don't know if that's a rallying cry. <laughs> Come on, get in here, guys. We're the best two-win team. Yeah. <laughs> two and five and getting better. Yeah. The best two and five in the league. Uh, this program brought to you by Discover. Redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. And that's amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. All right. Uh, what else do we have uh, poll question wise? Well, we could bring back a poll question that I wanted to do last week. Uh, how much trouble are the Lakers in? DEFCON 5, DEFCON 3, <laughs> DEFCON 1. But we'll save that. We won't overreact. It is overreaction Monday, after all. Yeah, I don't know what people expect out of the Lakers. They're not a good team. You know, yes, they've lost their first three. Okay. They're over-under. I was checking on this. The Lakers' over-under to start the season was 45-and-a-half. Now it's down to 41-and-a-half and sinking. Uh, let's see. What else do we have there, Seton? Uh, we could go with who is the comeback Ooh. player of the weekend, Bryce Harper or the field? <laughs> John Smoltz. If John Smoltz wins the sports Emmy for being the best analyst, I think all they have to do is take the Bryce Harper at bat. And you heard John Smoltz take you from start to finish of what, as a pitcher, he would be thinking Bryce Harper would be thinking. And it was brilliant. Brilliant TV. I was transfixed by what Smoltz was telling me because he said, look, this pitcher, who's a rookie, 31, 30, uh, 30 years of age, Suarez, and he said, look, he's got four pitches. He can only use two on Bryce Harper. Okay, got my attention. And then he said he throws the change, but you lay off the change, and then you wait for the fastball. And he said, this is what Bryce Harper does. Nobody has more swings and misses early in the count, and then you throw a fastball, and then you start to move it up in the strike zone. And he said, but he can go the other way. John basically said this is what Bryce Harper's thinking, 
And this is what the pitcher is trying to do. And Harper hit the home run. It was wonderful. Wonderful TV. And you have these moments where that person who's been in those moments can put you right in the batter's box or right on the mound. I thought what Smoltz did during that at bat, give him the sports Emmy based just off of that. Yeah, Paul. You know what's great right after that? Ken Rosenthal from Fox is sitting in the dugout, and he's waiting for Bryce Harper to calm down. They did an interview with Bryce Harper in the dugout within six minutes, five minutes of him hitting that home run. Harper's still huffing and puffing. I can't believe they got <laughs> access to him. And he goes, how do you feel right now? And Harper goes, I can't believe I just did that. I can't believe it. Like It was great. It wasn't an hour after the game. It was four minutes after the biggest swing of his life. Yeah. I was surprised. I thought, wow, he just homered. There's little Ken Rosenthal sitting there waiting. Yeah. And I thought, wait, how did they let Ken in the dugout there? What's going on here? Yes, Tom. And they had great Schwarber reaction. He must have said, oh, my God, like five times in a row (laughs) while you see Harper jogging towards first base after hitting it out. It was amazing TV. It was really, really well done. I think the Phillies are probably getting a lot of fans that they never thought that they they had or they wanted. They're not the Astros. (laughs) That's it. Hey, why are you rooting for us? Well, we're not rooting for you. We're just rooting against the Astros. The Yankees get swept. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm constantly reminded about analytics. Hey, analytics wins. Okay. The Yankees struck out 50 times getting swept. Swept. That's it. And the Astros are a better team. But... Take a game or two, right? And then the Aaron Judge speculation. Do I think the following is true? Here's the question to Aaron Judge and his answer. Have you thought at all about what comes next for you? Uh, not, not at all. Not yet. Not yet. We got, uh, I, got, I got plenty of time to figure that out. Did you spend any time today thinking about how this could be the last game, home game for you here? Did no. Did you take anything in? No, nah, not at all. Not at all. I try to go out there and do my job and you know help this team win. And um, I really didn't. I really didn't think it was. What about after it was here. over? Uh, it, it happened so quick. You don't really, you know, have time to soak much in. <laughs> uh, Aaron Judge has been answering this question all season long Wish by <laughs> not answering the question all season long. Wish he could shake off pitches as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, and then, you know, you put up a good regular season. All right. Postseason, that's when you start to get booed by your own fans. The Yankees move on. Home. Yes, Todd. But when Judge was saying it's been a great six seasons, the fans have always been supportive. I wish I could have brought them a championship. It definitely had that sound a little bit like he's uh, wrapping uh, it up. Wait. Apologies. I forgot to congratulate you being a diehard Astros fan. All right. Yeah. You did it. Good. Seven and well done, Todd. Denver two and five. Houston yeah. seven and up. Yeah. Mr. Astro. Yeah. Nobody knows the Astros quite like you do. Yuri Gurriel, maybe. Something like <laughs> something that. Something like that. Yeah. Maldonado. Probably Candy, a, Candy Maldonado. Pray, probably a crazy scene at the house uh, yesterday. It was pretty wild. The Astros move on. They sweep the Yankees. <laughs> you and your wife probably... Uh, Pretty crazy celebration. Balloons, cake. I like it. Just got a little out of hand, actually. I like it. All right. We'll get to phone calls coming up. Uh, We have our play of the day, stat of the day. LeVar Arrington, Fox Sports Radio, former NFL linebacker, will join us. I think he's going into the Penn State Hall of Fame. I got to call Rick Stroud, who covers the Buccaneers for the Tampa Bay Times. I know he says, you only call me when uh, things aren't going well. Yep. 
We'll call Rick Stroud and talk to him about just how bad things are because it could get a whole lot worse. They've got the Ravens and a quick turnaround on Thursday night. All right, we'll come back. We'll decide on our poll question, your phone calls. We'll get to those coming up as well. This Monday edition, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. I've mentioned the Discover credit card. You know, you get to redeem your rewards for cash at any time you want. But also, Discover has a lot of other things that most credit cards don't even think about offering. Online privacy protection, the latest innovation from Discover, helping you regularly regularly remove your personal information from websites. Ten of the most popular people search websites that sell your data. You can activate in the Discover app, discover.com slash online privacy protection. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year. Be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. LeVar Arrington, former NFL Penn State linebacker. He's got a podcast up on game, College Football Hall of Famer. And uh, good to have him back on the program. LeVar, it's been a while. How are you? Very well, sir. How are you been? I'm doing okay. If I said you got to pick 
Which team goes further, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady? I mean, I'd have to go with any team in the NFC, right? I mean, if you think about it, the problems that Green Bay have are very different than the problems that that Tampa Bay has. I, I'm not certain that Tampa Bay's problems aren't fixable, whereas, you know, with Green Bay, it's it's just – it just looks like the cupboard went from being full or half full to to not being um, properly stocked, Dan. So I would most likely say, you know, the NFC East is, or excuse me, the NFC as a, as a whole is wide open. But I, I think that they have a really, really strong defense in Tampa Bay. They have great weapons on the offensive side of the ball. They just got to put it together. As you're watching Green Bay and the Commanders, you played for Washington. Mm-hmm. Do you root for Washington? Yes, I do. I, I do root for the team. Um, I root for the fan base. Uh, I love the city. I love the fans. I love the team. I just don't like the owner. Uh, as I've made, that's uh, that's been clear for a, for a really long time. In fact, if you go back into the annals, DP, I'm probably the first one that was out here talking about how crazy the dude is and how he handles things with with his business affairs. But that was during a time where it wasn't very, very pronounced. And and I got a lot of flack and a lot of blowback on it as if I didn't like the fans or or like the city. But it was really the owner that I disliked and still dislike, by the way. Is there one moment that stands out? Oh, there's a few. I mean, there's a few moments. I mean, they they tried to paint a picture like I I couldn't learn defenses. Um, they had Joe Gibbs on board with it. They had Greg Williams on board with it, and and you know there was there was a, an attempt, uh, an assassination attempt on my character um, during the time that there was you know a contract issue. Which, by the way, I would I did just to help the team. You know, if if people remember uh, what took place, but. Yeah, I mean, probably the contract situation going the way that it did is the most memorable because I didn't have anything to do with it. You know, I, I just I, they asked me, did I want to redo my contract to help the team? I said I would. I did it. There was a discrepancy in the contract and the rest kind of uh, went from there. Yeah, it. I, I'm just I'm surprised the other owners don't say, you know what, you're this guy's bad for business. And but maybe they're worried that, you know, it's going to be return fire and go. Oh, you're going to talk about what I'm doing. Do you know, maybe I'm going to tell people some of the thing. And there's some pow- powerful people that he probably has dirt on. I mean, you'd have to assume uh, and, and that was released. Right. I don't know how true the statement was, but I mean, the sources that released those reports that that those were the things that were coming from Dan Snyder's camp that, you know, he, he he's taking the whole ship down. If, if, if they kick him off of it, um, you'd have to assume that there's some truth and validity to the things that were being reported. So I, I don't know where where that all stands but i mean good for business is having an owner of of a franchise that understands how how the community works and and how how sports work and you know what at the at the barest minimum how how to talk and treat to you know treat the people that work for you well also the product you put on the field at you know, you, you traded for Wentz, and I, I didn't know. I didn't think there was a market for him, Lamar. It felt like yeah. if they didn't get him, he was going to be a backup quarterback somewhere. I'm, a, a, you know, Taylor Heineke is fine until you find a franchise quarterback, if you sure. do. 
but the product on the field has uh, been subpar. We're talking to LeVar Arrington, and uh, you can hear Up on Game, the iHeart podcast, Plexigo Burris, uh, TJ Hushmanzada. Also, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, the uh, show that precedes ours. I listen to it every morning coming in, Fox Sports Radio, with uh, Brady Quinn and Jonas Knox on that uh, program. Um, do you guys give Brady Quinn grief? I mean, he, he's almost too good looking. Like, is there? Like, he's perfect looking man. Yeah, you know, he's got he's got a great voice. He's like a he's a young Dan Patrick. Oh. Like, you probably got a lot of grief when you were younger. Yeah, you know, you probably still get grief now. You know, it's just those strikingly good looks and the fine voice that you oh, guys boast. Yeah. Uh, we got to give yeah. you guys yeah. a hard time. I mean, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> you know, and they hired me to be a part of doing so. But you hate quarterbacks, right? Quarterbacks always are the good guys. They get the cheerleader. I don't hate them, um, but I I certainly never really liked them. You know, I just don't hate them. But in terms of, you know, the the cheerleader department, I had game, DP, so I didn't have to worry about the good looks. My game was good, you know. Were you one of the first guys to wear – didn't you wear 11? I did. I, I I create. That's me. Eleven is me. I am. I am Mr. Sticks, the original. But did were there any? You look faster when you wear a number like that. But I didn't know, given the the position that you played. Yeah. You know, usually you're wearing a number in the 50. a bigger number, like a yeah. fifty or forty or you know. But Derek Brooks wore number ten, so I ended up getting number eleven because I wanted to be Derek Brooks. I I wanted number 10 when I went to college, but it was taken. And I was kind of like a little butt hurt about it. But they were like, why not be the first you instead of the next Derrick Brooks? And I was like, oh, that 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 makes sense. So I thought about a number that a linebacker had never worn and made famous. And I came up with 11. The uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Do you make a case if people say, should you be in the Hall of Fame? Do you? No, I don't. Do you fight for it? No, I don't. I had a good career. Um, I think you, you know when I went to when I went to New York. If I would have been there, my my contract was for seven years. Had I been a part of those two Super Bowls, you can't put Eli Manning in the the Hall of Fame if Lavar Arrington doesn't go into the Hall of Fame. I would have made a case if I'd have got two two Super Bowls, but. Um, three Pro Bowls isn't. I, I don't. I don't. That's certainly not enough. And then college football Hall of Fame. I'm. I'm the best. I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm a goat. I'm not even like I stack my career. I stack my highlight lights as as a defender. I stack them up. Only person that I'll say better than me in the annals um, is probably Charles Woodson. I'm probably like the best college football player that nobody really talks about. And I sound self-absorbed, DP, but you know what? This is the final frontier for me. This will be the last time that football is is something where there's a, a destination for me, um, which is going into the College Hall of Fame in December. So I'm just kind of living in that right now. Okay. So the best you're not talking about the best defensive player in college football. You're talking yeah, about the I'm best. Yeah, I'm sad defense. Oh, no, I'm sad defense. So Charles Woodson's uh, the best defensive player. I think Charles Woodson's the best player all time, period. I think if you look at everything he's done at every level. Oh, so you're, you're anyone... saying the best football player, if I take in college and I take in the pros? 
Well, with Charles Woodson, with me, I just say yeah. college defense, defensive side of the ball for me. I don't think I, I'll, I'll take my, you know, I'll take my chances in a debate. So Charles Woodson, the greatest football player. I think Charles Woodson is the greatest football player from top to bottom, from inception of playing till the wow. time he retired. I think he's the greatest football player ever. Uh, let's look at the AFC right now. It feels like it's just Buffalo and Kansas City. And you would be correct. Okay, but I'm going to make you a uh, a defensive player facing. You can face Mahomes or uh, or Allen in the playoffs. If I had to choose, I'd rather play against Allen because he's a more physical grinder in a game. Like he'll bring the game to you, and and so that would give me some type of hope that we could actually turn it into a game. With Mahomes, it's it's he delivers the ball from so many different angles, and and the route progressions that that they draw up, the schemes that they draw up uh, with with Coach Reed is it's kind of it's just it's 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 been unsolvable. He's he's in a zone, and no one has caught up to him yet. Yeah, I guess as a defender, you want the guy who's he's going to be right there in front of you. Josh absolutely. Allen is going to be right there he's in front of you. He's going to be right there in front of you. Yeah. Absolutely. He's a big guy. I think. I pe- love it. I think people don't realize how big quarterbacks are because we yep. see what you guys do to them. But, right. you know, being around – Matt Ryan's a legitimate 6'5", maybe 6'6". Roethlisberger yeah. was a big guy. Big guy. Uh, I mean, there are guys. a lot of – a lot of those guys. But, Which makes you wonder why the referees treat them like big old babies, right? <laughs> okay, solve it for me then. I mean, it's contact football. It's contact sports. I say there's two ways of approaching this. Either allow them to be a part of the game or don't. You know, don't let, like, once you, once you, once you get to a certain perimeter, you know, all this technology, create an invisible, uh, you know, parameter, like like a, a dog you know, like fence. Do, you know, yeah, sure. Like what they do with, with diamonds and stuff like that. You know, you got the, <laughs> you know, you got the security, you know, the little red lines around. Put the real red lines around and make that the sack so you don't have to touch them. I don't know how you, I, Micah Parsons yesterday, and you're going, wait, yeah. he got called for roughing? Somebody got called for roughing. They they pulled somebody down by one finger. I'm just, I, it's already if tough you touch enough. Them. It's tough yeah, if enough. You touch them. Yeah. It, it is. If you touch a quarterback anymore, I mean, the one with Chris Jones was crazy. Like, that's crazy. Like you 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 got to him. You're getting the ball. You're going down. You're both going down. You're trying to secure the ball. The ball is still kind of. In, in the balance, you're trying to secure the ball. You land on him, and they said you put too much force, like too much of a percentage of force on his body when you landed. Like, wait, what do you mean too much of a percentage of force <laughs> on his body? I don't get that. But there's all kinds of different rules that are, are governing and protecting quarterbacks. I get it. They sell tickets. You know, they're, they're the pretty guys, as you mentioned. You know, they do great interviews. Uh, they get the cheerleader. But you know what? There are other guys out there that, that make the game go as well that, that would like to have a little bit of uh, time to enjoy with those quarterbacks on Sundays. What do you think is going to be that mark of if you get above this number with sacks, that that's going to 
uh, open the door for being a Hall of Famer. Is it is 100 sacks the number? I mean, if you get to 100 sack club, you are you you have done something amazing. Does that get you into the hall? I don't know. I don't I don't know. But that is a tremendous that is a tremendous accomplishment to get to a hundred sack club. Aaron Donald just got over a hundred as yeah. a tackle. Yeah. Uh you know, he's from where I'm from. He, we're Pittsburgh guys. He's he's from Penn Hills. I'm from North Hills, but our families are are from the same area. I'm I'm super proud that he's from where we're from. I think he's one of he's he's certainly the greatest defensive line. Uh, defender. Um, I haven't seen a guy as dominant as Aaron Donald um, since Reggie Reggie White. Like I, I'm a big fan of J.J. Watt. I'm a big fan of Warren Sapp um, and the way that they played the game. There's a few more out there that that I really like their games as defensive linemen, defenders. But Aaron Donald is something of another. And and I, I enjoy watching him play. I you know, he's undersized, but he is a brick S house and he understands how to contort his body and how to manipulate the hands and the shoulders and, and leverage points of, of offensive blockers. I just I just love his game. I love his motor, love his game. Who's the greatest so you think uh Reggie White greatest defensive player in NFL history? Greatest defensive player in NFL history, which is now being being challenged by by Aaron Donald. I, I, defensive player ever, I would say Lawrence Taylor. I'd say Lawrence Taylor still is the most dominant defensive player we we've, we've ever seen. Um, but when you're talking about the versatility of being able to do the things that Aaron Donald has done from the different positions that he's done it um, for the amount of time that he's done it for, um, it's it's up for a question. But keep in mind, Lawrence Taylor did get MVP of the league, and I believe he's the only defender to ever get that accomplishment. When you get that good, anybody gets that MVP of the league award, DP, then now you can start to have the conversation of they may be better or greater um, than LT. But until then, that man still stands on on a mountain alone. Good to talk to you. Congratulations yeah, on College Football Hall of Fame. The Thanks pod- so much. Appreciate it. Uh, that's uh, LeVar Arrington joining us. The uh, Up on Game iHeart podcast with TJ Hushmanzada and uh, Plexico Burris. Also, two pros and a cup of joe. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Rick Stroud covers the Buccaneers for the uh, Tampa Bay Times. He joins us on the program after uh, witnessing a pretty pathetic that's about as bad as it's been for uh, Tom Brady. Although we went back to 38 to 3 against the Saints last year or 2 years ago and then they went on to win the Super Bowl, but if uh, if I would have told you 24 hours ago the final score of the Bucks Panthers would be 21 to 3, what would you have said, Rick? I'd have said the Bucks won, but they, they didn't play very well, but they're just happy they won. I mean, nobody saw this coming, Dan. I mean, you know, I'm starting to feel like Tom Brady's Jim Cantore. You call me anytime there's a storm <laughs> brewing, and, you know, and I'm standing on the doorstep of a crisis. And, and, yeah, it's just weird, man. You know, they're just not a very good football team. I and mean, this is what I've come to realize is that, you know, we know the players are missing, whether it's Gronk or the guys, they've, all their free agents are injured. Tom's playing okay, um, but their defense now is, is, is a sieve when it no, doesn't need to be. And, I mean, look at who they've lost to these last two weeks. I don't know that you could find a team they could beat right now, and that's, that's the worst thing you can say. Well, when you have a coach saying, you know, I don't know if it can get any darker, well, it can. You have Baltimore Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, right. Good luck with Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to score more than 20. I could be wrong, but – yeah, it, it is going to get darker. And this is the thing. I mean, you know, there's already uh, columns being written about, you know, um, should they fire Byron Lefwich? And, you know, what if Bruce Arians called the plays? And, you know, and that's, that's not going to happen. I mean, I, I don't think, you know, Bruce Arians would be coaching this team, I believe, if Tom Brady wanted him to. And, you know, that's that's sort of not the case. And so they're going to have to figure this out. And yet, you know, if Mike Evans catches that pass, Dan, early in that game, I just feel like, you know, they, they have a different feel about themselves. And sometimes it can just take one play um, to take kind of the pressure off of everybody and say, okay, we're going to be all right. So it just hasn't happened yet. But they're still in the playoff mix here. It's, it's not a formidable team the way, you know, we've seen in the past, but you're in an easier division. The NFC is kind of watered down for the most part. So – 
Is that the hope, you think, that uh, Brady and the Buccaneers are selling? Absolutely. I mean, you know, they're three and four. They, they're tied with Atlanta, but they've beaten the Atlanta Falcons. This could be one of those years. I don't know how many years ago it was. The NFC South was one at seven and nine. Mm-hmm. Of course, they got 17 games now, but um, I don't know if it's going to go that way. It's just you look at you look at what they're facing and, you know, uh, they've got to get themselves straightened out and they've got to do it fast. I mean, after Baltimore, uh, you got to play the Rams. you got to go across uh, over to Germany and play a Seattle team that's playing really well right now. So, like I said, it's it's really about them. Let's see what they do at the trade deadline, too. And I don't know how many guys are going to be, you know, stoked to, to come here, but um, as far as free agent goes, you probably lost Odell Beckham at this point. Um, but they need to they need to be active in that. Look, this is this was all chips to the table. You know, Brady's all in, and and they they went out and tried to you know get as many free agents. All those guys are hurt for the most part, and it's just not nothing is working out right now. But it can change, and you know, you know the guy under center is not going to quit working. He's going to try to get it right. So um, there's still plenty of season left, but it is it is dark and gloomy as uh, as Todd Bowles said. Do you agree with Ben Roethlisberger, who said when he watched Brady that he just didn't look like he wanted to be out there? I think he wants to be out there. Um, he's having a, a you know a lot of crisis off the field that I think we're all sort of aware of, and and I think that's taken a lot of the joy out of playing. You know, um, whatever he's going through personally is is certainly sapping his energy. He's lost weight. Um, you know, it, he has not been. For him, which is rare, uh, all as invested as he has in the past, taking time off, you know, in training camp, uh, going to, you know, Bob Kraft's wedding, all those things get publicized when you don't win. Um, but but that's the reality. And, and, you know, players talk about that. I think people talk about it outside of the building, and it becomes a story. But I, I think he's still the most prepared quarterback in the NFL, and I think he will be. Um, and, you know, I don't think his shoulder's all that great either, Dan. I think he's playing, you know, with, with sort of a hurt wing as well. So who knows what all's going on. Uh, I'm not sure we will for some time, but um, he's certainly not the guy that was here in 2020. And, um, you know, that they need him to be that guy. Safe travels as always. And, uh, well, you know, stay by your phone just in case they lose on Thursday night. We'll probably talk to you on Friday. All right, I'm on the dock watching the storm roll in, man. Just give me a call. That's Rick Stroud, Tampa Bay Times. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments, where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.